Hello and welcome back to Dungeon Stories. This is episode 50. <laughs> episode 50! <laughs> nice. Yes. And we're here to play D&D. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, we are. Is that a dab? Here, That's the game. Here at the top of this show, uh, we'd like to say thank you to some of our friends. Um, Nora and for being here. And, uh, uh, I'd like to spin that. We couldn't do it without you. Thanks, guys. Um, I'd like to say thank you to Sorco Soundscapes because they make really good ambient noise for your tabletop rolling. That they won't see you for. They're you're correct. They're for free they on YouTube, not. and they say, "Hey, you listen to your podcast." Mm-hmm. And we say, "Yeah." Okay. And it's <laughs> lawsuit free. Yeah. Specific. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, thank you to D&D Beyond and Hero Forge for letting us uh, be our reach our full potential of nerdy. Yeah. I love your apartment. I love it. I love full potential of nerdy. D&D Beyond? So pretty. <laughs> this might not even be our final form of nerdy. No, probably not. Maybe we can... Maybe no, no. We're going to evolve past yeah. this. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows what comes next, I know. Uh, but with that, I am Norin, your dungeon master. I am Eva. I play Ashton. The human palette. <laughs> I'm glad you know what class you're playing. Play Ashton, the D&D character. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Courtney, and I play Ave, the wood elf circle, the shepherd druid. Um, my name is Jake, and I apologize. My character's just going through like a little name shift. Um, so I might do this like the next couple episodes, but I'm not going to do this much explanation. Um, Libby, now Dimitri, life domain cleric, um, human 16. Yeah, 16. There we go. Why are you saying no, 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 no. I don't know. Is this like your Tinder Be- profile? Um, <laughs> because so many people have come up to me and have been like, oh my god, Libby's, wait, how old? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, that makes more sense. I'm less mad. Really? How many people have come up to you and said that? Um, well, you. And you. No, literally, most okay, people so at this table have said, I forget how old Libby is. So, my name is Courtney. Um, and I play Elena, the Aladrin fighter druid. And if you're interested, she's 103 years old. 5'7. Well, I feel stupid because we didn't say it. <laughs> anyway. Whoop, oh, shit. Jake, stop touching I'm not, stop I'm touching, not touching anything. My name is Bailey. I play Briar, the human warlock. How old is she? 27. Right. Yes! <laughs> Ashton is 18. Thank and Ave is 120. 15. 15? Okay. She just turned 115. Who thinks do I say? Uh, so you're uh, right. Flint's. Yeah. Flint? Um, How old is the world of Iovrius? Flint's like 30 something. Um, oh, I lied. Flint's like all the NCCs in Hell. The calendar year is 1449. So it's so pretty close to the gods vanishing. Yeah. Okay. How old is Lionel? He's also uh, he's in his uh, late twenties. He's like twenty six. Okay. I I lied. Briar's twenty six. <laughs> I just checked. Lorelai <laughs> is like thirty something. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Various ages. It's she's fun. Like All across the board. She's like five. I feel like what I want to do now. I feel like so. This is the calendar. So she's like thirty-one. Yeah, she's like about the madness. She just crossed that hill. She like just came crested. Wait, so does that mean some of the elves and like Aladrin were like if they're old enough were alive when the gods were still here? There are a few. Nora, you've gotten us way off track. Please do the recap. What? 
She does. Eva, please accept my humblest apologies. <laughs> I, I, I did not mean to, to create this detour. Eva wants to play her third character. <laughs> Okay. Wait, yeah. is it she's, she's, she's just character? playing catch up at this point. Oh, yeah, she's trying. She, will. she wants to get. To, I'm just gonna say, I'm anyone saying. who's basically like three characters or below now is probably gonna be abnormal. You know, if you kill Ashton, first? I think you got really lost. He's a baby. Guys, if Libby dies, I'll be really sad. Okay, recap, recap. All right, so last time Why on Dungeon Stories. <laughs> We didn't um, know. I don't you know. You think you had a plan no. for it? Yeah. Oh my words. god. What happened last time? Last time on Dungeon Story. Oh my god, Jesus Christ. In the world of Kiriel, sailing the oceans, the Revengers are following a magic compass that is enchanted to lead them toward the phylactery of Castor Morgrain, the Pale Man. They don't know where it is, they just have a compass that points in the direction where they're headed. Obvious right, the druid tribes again revealing that they were making preparations and discussing someone known as the Revenant. And that the, the, some of the druid tribes have been working with the unseelie fae of the Gloaming Court. Gloaming? Um, gloaming. Gloaming. G-L-O-A-M. Okay, I couldn't tell if it was gloaming or gloom. They're just no. glow. They're like Yeah, gloaming. Like, think of like, like gloaming on the side. Anyway. Um, <laughs> while sailing, they encountered a dwarven merchant who had been attacked by pirates. They helped him get prepared to sail again, and he informed the Revengers that there was an island of blue crystal that had appeared somewhere in the ocean. Uh, it seemed to be in the direction they were heading, and had strong energies and these crystal, crystalline beasts that emerged from it and attacked his ships. Um, after surviving those crystal creatures, he was attacked, attacked by a pirate ship, which was sailing a flag that the Revengers recognized as being the symbol of the ghost pirate. <coughs> Continuing to sail northeast, Ave used Druidcraft to reveal uh, that an eldritch mist, known as Ghost Fog, was coming toward the ship within the next 24 hours. After some preparations were made, the Ghost Fog came, bringing with it a death tyrant and a horde of banshees. The Revengers were able to win the day with Ashton annihilating the foul creature with his divine smite. Afterwards, Ave shared what she had learned uh, about the Druid tribe with Elena, who guessed that the Revenant was her ex-boyfriend, Aiden Helfer. Some real drama with that. Elena had Dimitri contact her friend Reese back in uh, the Feywild, who informed her that the Gloaming Court had been in contact with a high-ranking member of the Gloaming Court who had left, but recently returned. Um, he had more information to give, but he couldn't convey it over sending. Uh, there's too much, too much words to say. I don't know who knows if someone can tap into that stuff. <laughs> Hack in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in. <laughs> they can only hack in if they've invented sunglasses. Yeah. Yes. Two pairs. Yeah. Um, they formed a plan to meet Reese at the Arbor Arcanus, um, and you. Use the Fey Crossing located there uh, within the Arcane School um, to cross and communicate. Uh, Abe then filled in the group on her history with the Druid tribes and why she left, and how it connects to the conflict currently brewing within the Everreach Forest. Again. 
And we, I don't believe we decided what we were going to do yet. Though. We're heading to an island yeah, we were gonna, to do repairs in the ship. Yeah, and like the dock, and then we were going to vamp over to yeah. our work on his. Vamp it. He can wait, and then we were going to come back. Well, I'm going to see turtles. If Tom hangs with you, he's not doing, you can do it for like a week. Maybe he's a woman. We're not going to be gone a week. I don't trust him to want to go back on the water with us after what he's doing. Like eight hours or five. I'm just saying, we're just coming towards and we're not going to leave. So we're still on the boat, right? Yes, so. Coming coming back in, um, (coughs) you guys had fallen asleep after sharing all this information, making this plan. Uh, You awake probably around midday. The next day, slept in a little bit later, um, just due to how late you were kind of up, and probably the harrowing experience of uh, the fight with the banshees, and um, all that is kind of a little bit draining. So you wake in a little bit closer to midday, you're probably pushing like 11 p.m., maybe 11.30, um, no, a.m., not p.m., 11 in the morning by the time you wake up. Um, you emerge, Elena, you are up kind of just holding the wheel steady on the ship. Um, and everyone else kind of wakes in the uh, in the quarters underneath the raised decks here on the ship. Um, the sun is shining down, you are in open ocean as far as you can see. You can see islands kind of dotting the horizon every now and then as you pass by, as Flint explained. The oceans here are are full of little islands. Some of them explored, some of them have not been touched. Um, there's probably probably no one person on the planet who knows every island that has been explored by someone. So probably some of these someone will stumble upon and say, "I found this first. Maybe three other people have been there before. Maybe they really found it first. It's hard to tell with just like the sheer amount. Not a really great way of sharing this information globally. So yeah, you see, like, no, they, they can't just send a <laughs> worldwide email to so like Did everyone. Did like, CC everybody? <laughs> um, yes, you spoke. Remember, you spoke to the really old map maker. Yeah. In the, uh, oh, that, and he gave us a map, and Flint yeah. told us that in this area is where the sea seafarers go. He was in charge of this. Yeah, well, the there, you are you are in a sea lane. Of, of one of the captains of the Seafarers Guild. But we um, have to be careful because it's not Flint's ceiling, right? No, it's only if Flint was like to try to pillage in a ceiling that wasn't yeah, his. Flint's, but he's just like passing through. It's not yeah, a big deal. Flint's not allowed to make any pirate moves as far as we know. But there are like islands with small, like, the pirate establishments. Where, yeah, the pirate havens where you can kind of dock it. That's. Where Flint has suggested that you have, because those are neutral territory for members of the Seafarers Guild. Is that where he's taking us right now? Mm-hmm. Well, he has just we're woken up with the rest of you. The light has been falling a couple of us, but. Okay. And we're... We should dock out of Haven soon. Yeah. Is the. Captain Flint. Yes. Do you know exactly where we are? Um, I have a, I have a solid idea. Because we might be taking a detour. What kind of detour? Are we all in the same room? Well, we're on the boat. I'm just talking. Okay. It's like on the deck, I guess. Okay. Ashton's like doing push-ups, doing crunches, getting strong. Getting small. But listening. Strong. I think because we want to cheeks. go to one of those havens you 
talked about earlier. Yeah, I think we should dock for a short while before continuing to follow the compass. He kind of looks out at the deck of the ship, watching as it's kind of like the ghost fog had like decayed, pulled some of the life, life essence out of the wood, uh, causing it to rot a little bit. Um, and he says, that's a smart course of action. I would, I would agree with that. Um, I believe there's one a few days away that we can, that we can reach. Um, it's known as Goldport. Um, probably, probably can get us there in, in four days. Um, and I, I believe we'll be able to stay afloat for that long, assuming we don't encounter anything else on the way. Can you show us on the map where we are, or where it would be? Uh, yeah. Uh, I can do that. Are you asking Flint or me? Flint. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't know how to like. I'm, yeah. No, you're so. good. You're good. I just wasn't sure what we Yeah. Libby says, <laughs> "Can you show us on the map where we are, Flint?" Dimitri says, "Can you show us on the map where we are?" Take three. Uh, don't worry, we'll edit that in post. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he'll point. So the map that you have is kind of the uh, like in the bottom left corner of it, you see the top right corner of Iobrius, and then the rest of it is kind of the ocean moving into the northeast. Um, so he's able to kind of pinpoint where you are, kind of like your whereabouts, like he says, like, within this, like three mile circle is where is where we're located. Um, and then he's able to point out and circle the island that you'll be headed to. How long will it take to get there? Um, about about four days from, from where we're at now. Is that including their magic to speed us along? Um, that actually will probably buy us another day. Um, make I it in, make it in three if, with with your help. Yeah, I can do a lot of magic. Libby has some modern magic that could also be useful to speed us along. Good. Yeah, I'm not used to having deck deck mages, so this is. Yes, three days. Um, is this island on course still with where the compass is pointing us? A little off course. It's a little more uh, east than, than northeast, but easy correction. And um, does anyone remember how long the crew that we saved said um, until we ran into like that crystal island? As far as sailing. Um, the sky's kind of rained itself out. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Yeah
proceed. Um, Demetria will walk around the ship and just like use mending on like very small like things. Okay. So probably ask Elena. Yeah, it's kind of my job to fix the ship, I guess. So I'll just follow. I think I plugged up a hole. Or something. <laughs> you think or something. you plugged up a hole? No, I definitely did. <laughs> That's it. She's really good. So we can write that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I kept this from Deidre. Oh my god. Uh, okay. No, it's like it's nice because it keeps her like alive in my heart. Okay. You know, I think maybe you should try this. We've lost a lot of people, and it just is very therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit It's very cathartic. You I think you still have Deidre's maroon Deidre. I do have <laughs> Shall we roll some dice? Yes. Um, let's let's make some so let's do some some checks. Okay. To just as pass our, this um, four days. I am so ready. As this our, dice has been. Um, yeah, I we you can kind of just ex- explain what you're doing, and I'll okay. I'll tell you what to roll for it. Okay, and okay, so refresher course. So even if it's something I'm really good at, if it's something that is like out there, it's less effective than if it was something that I wrote that actually is applicable in situation. So this is going to be a little bit less focused on like making sure that you sail there safely because all you're doing is like sailing a boat. This is just like whatever your your primary task is going to be over the uh, three days it's going to take you to get there. Um, let's see how how effective you are at that primary task. So, um, 
whatever whatever you think that you're going to be most involved in over the next three days of travel, we'll make a roll for that. Okay, I have one. Okay, we'll start with you. I do not trust Flint whatsoever, so can I make an insight check for the entire trip to keep an eye on him? <laughs> yeah, everyone's. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty good. Um, inside, 20, 30. Right on. Okay. Yeah, um, pretty easy. As the days go by, uh, you kind of keep an eye on him as you're involved in kind of the more mundane tasks on the ship. You kind of keep a focus on him, um, staying near him. You see him, he's, he seems very motivated to follow this compass. Um, promise of whatever treasure lies at the end of it. Um, he's gonna be fucking yeah. <laughs> I mean, there might be treasure. You might, you might be picking up we on an intent shit. to uh, whatever treasure is is found. He might not. He might not be super willing to split that treasure evenly. Um, but he definitely, he definitely seems to be focused on himself. But he seems kind of clueless as to what's actually happening. Is he thinks but I don't, I don't get anything like malicious as of right now. They're not so cheap as that Yeah, he, he looks like not necessarily malicious, but just like self-serving. Okay. He's he's, he's like, not like planning to slaughter slaughter. No, no. He he at this point like he kind of he would die. He kind of yeah he kind of needs you to, to get where you're going, especially after seeing how you handled the ghost bug. Well, keep so, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I guess I'll be wandering around the boat for four days or however long it takes us to get there, just like doing temporary repairs. I'm so excited. Trying to keep us afloat. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, plugging up any leaks that may arise. The wood that's rotted is probably weakening as as you continue to sail on it. So kind of plugging up those leaks as they arise. Good. Let's go ahead and do uh, athletics. Please roll up. We're going to be like so Captain Jack's hair up like three points off the bottom of this ship. <laughs> <laughs> like Captain Jack's hair. Oh shit, we're game. taking on water. Wait, let me just put these You're somewhere so else. <laughs> <laughs> do you have luck? I do have luck. Um, I don't know if I should use it. That's, I don't that's an 11. <laughs> So guys, get a bucket. It's less of it's also plugging the leaks as it is like covering the leaks. It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. You kind of like put a plate over it. That's good. Yeah, that'll be good. That's all it's about. I can't see it anymore. It stops the leak. The leak for like. The immediate future, and it's like the next probably like. That's why I spent four days doing it because I just have to keep <laughs> yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 there's doing. so many of these. There's like there's places where there's just like four planks like stacked on top of each other, just like nailed in. She's like careful, don't trip on those. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds Which are like goofy or something. Like, <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, it's better than a one. <laughs> you guys say. Um, I would have used the luck if I would have rolled a one. <laughs> um, um, I'll do a medicine check. I'm, 
I am uh, making sure people aren't getting like scurvy. I'm just making sure no one's getting motion sickness. <laughs> you know. He's running around with like oranges and he's like vitamin C. In four <laughs> days, we get scurvy. No, we've been longer than four days. How long have we been sailing for? Well, I mean, like in like, four um, days we have left. Be, it'd be like a week and a half by the time. You yeah, you need to freaking a month for scurvy to be a problem. Well, it's gonna be a problem now. <laughs> Yeah, because, okay, so the thing is, basically, Dimitri was like, I don't know if Ashton's ever sailed. He's like, I guess I should take care of everyone else, too. So I'm just making sure no one gets seasick. Um, 18. Yeah, 18's pretty good. Um, you delivered good berries provided by Elena to the crew. Um, like, these, these probably have vitamin C in them. We have so many rations. Don't disturb me there. Um, I mean, you did give a barrel of rations to that. Yeah, we did. We still have a lot. I put yeah. a lot of rations. Yeah. We couldn't carry them. We had to hire people to load yeah. them onto the ship. On a cart. Um, but oh, are yeah. they getting soggy? Only for, like, in water, which hopefully they're not. <laughs> hopefully. As a lady. Yeah, yeah. rations. She's oh. using the, the barrels. <laughs> no, she's taking the rations like it's jerky. She's like shoving it in the hole. You, like, walk in the corner and there's just, like, a barrel shoved into the wall. Does anyone else Turn like, around smell meat on the boat? <laughs> yeah, there's, like, pieces of jerky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> shoved, shoved in. <laughs> but I also, like, walk by and, like, take a piece of it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just saving that one for later. Pulls the jerky off, the water starts coming in. Oh, fuck. Plugs it with the second piece. Jerky. It's like actual sauce. Very salty. Add some flavor. I know if you add water, it's not as tough. Yeah. yeah. Kind of softens it sure. a little bit. Tenderizes uh, yeah. it. Uh, but Dimitri, you can also help use like uh, lesser restoration to help alleviate some of the seasickness. That- I'll definitely get seasick if she sees Elena eat that turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Lesser restoration. I think it's just she regular sick. I think it's just regular sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's both, actually. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's pretty tall. Okay. Um, Ave is primarily going to be watching the horizon for friends. Keep your eyes. Make a perception check for me. Sure thing. 18. 18's pretty good. Um, you're able to keep an eye out, and it actually seems fairly calm. Suspiciously calm. <laughs> I mean, you've heard these oceans described as like almost inhospitable. Um, so, so you haven't seen a lot. You'll see like sea life every once in a while. You get to watch sure. this really nice like dolphin school swim by. Watch the dolphins uh, on the horizon as the sun is setting. Kind of silhouetted. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty nice. Okay. See um, yeah, I would like to look. I mean, I'm looking in general, but also specifically for the crystal thing that was described to us and for a dragon turtle. Okay. You see neither of those. Okay. <laughs> the dragon turtle is actually on the boat with us. <laughs> you turn around and he's behind you. <laughs> Grinning. Half I the gotcha. gone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Lina, these are parasites. <laughs> <laughs> Lina's like, oh shit. We don't have enough barrels. I turn around. <laughs> what the fuck? I just fixed that. 
<laughs> you just gone. There's no Where's all the turkey? Where's your turkey? <laughs> Guys, you don't look better. <laughs> Flint is going um, to steer me back. Okay. So I am going to be carrying things for Elena. <laughs> She's doing these truly amazing repairs, like lifting planks in the barrels for her. But so I'm also, you know, working out every day, making sure I'm prepared for any threats that come. Push-ups, pull-ups. Other athletic things. Planks, lunges. I would like to work out with you if I have time. Like suicide springs across the deck. No, God. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's where we draw the line, I guess. Dimitri will also work out, but like complain. Yeah. <laughs> and each day when I like decide to do these tasks, I will say not say a little bit, but I will just channel some energy from annotators and be my fearless athlete channel to this Boats kind of docked along the bay 
Uncommon to see a brawl. Um, in fact, it's an odd, it's an odd <laughs> night if you don't see a brawl. <laughs> what I will say is, watch your pockets, watch your coin purses, and watch yourselves. I'm gonna take off my noble signet ring. I'm gonna hide that um, pocket. Flint, how do the pirates, like, are we going to stand out as people physically from maybe the normal types of people who come in? And when I say that, I'm going to, like, point at my armor, which has, like, the royal, like, <laughs> insignia on it and stuff. Yes. You, four out of the five of you do not look like pirates. And then... And then I'm gonna smile and pull out oh, my disguise kit. Yes, I assume that was important. Oh, okay. And, and then Dimitri's gonna pull out his disguise kit with a smile and be like, "Guys, I need your faces." No, thank you, no, Dimitri. 
going to make really, really puppy dog eyes at Malvik. Sean, do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a look like a pirate. I want to make a look like a pirate. Okay, make a, make a dexterity check and your proficiency. Okay. So just and, your and then can I make her armor like I wouldn't do anything permanent to it, but can I make it look like maybe she took it off? Something? Like maybe it looked like fake blood on it or something, and she like stole it. Okay. Ooh, dexterity. Oh wait, but I get to add my proficiency. Yeah. Uh, Twenty three. You like messes up her hair a little bit. Yeah. Probably pulls it back. You have the bandana now. Um, your your big fluffy hair is pulled back under a bandana. Uh, probably the most rough and tumble you've seen her. Uh, just like physically dirty and little 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 more angular features added in, so she looks a little more a little more scowling and intimidating. <laughs> I am just saying, I think if Lorelai was here, she'd be super into it. And I'm like doing your cheeks. Maybe you should draw a picture of how I look like this when you show her. Ashton! Yeah? Can you draw a picture of how she looks? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm just trying I'm to. I'm giving the boys art projects to do to distract them. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to look as scary as possible. I also I want to do my stuff. I already look pretty scary. If I can. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and make another, another check. I feel like, you know, I feel like my dress would be really nice. I'm going to give them all equal chances tonight. Wow. Nope, that was a horrible idea. Equal oh. opportunity die. Don't discriminate. My dice are my dice. And the naughty dice. Twelve. Twelve, it doesn't use, kind of spent most of your materials on Ani. Um, that was most of your hard work. Um, you also are using, like, never mind, that's dope. <laughs> you just, you just, like I use like a rusted tin can as a mirror. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. Say, it'll be fine. Say, like, I feel like over the he has a short attention span, and after doing Ame, he's like just kind of done with it. Yeah. And also, he's like, oh, it's good. Um, I did have a quick question. Uh, my disguise kit. Do I have to refill it occasionally, or how does that work? I think it's like makeup and stuff. Logically, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm asking what the rules are because I don't what know. What Norinchir's DM rules are. Because it's a tool I have because of my background, so I don't know how it works. I don't care so much. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like if we are out shopping, that's one of those things where you just like yeah. just I can just say I'll refill it. Anyways, you just so yeah, she I looks great. I come out, I've messed up my hair a little bit. It so looks like I put like mud on my cheeks. From yourself every now and like, like a football player. <laughs> yeah, like a football player. Like it looks like I put mud on my cheeks. My hair is like messed up. I've taken off like my armor, and I but like I don't really have anything ratty, so like I put on like. What? You said you took off your armor. Yeah. I so yeah. take, take note of that. Yeah. And I put on the like the rattiest thing I have is basically like the silk robe thing. So I'm just like, you just put like a robe or a cloak over you. So you're not going in unprotected. Good idea, Abe. I'm gonna run in, I'm gonna take one of the Elena's cloaks and put it over and come out. Did you put your armor back? Cover your insignia with the cloak. <laughs> I think a lot trying to this process starts living at the beginning of the forest. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> also, Ashton, Ashton, I need you to pierce my ears. No, you want no me? No. I'll look like more of a pirate. You want me to do that? Unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, you're, the, you're the strongest. Okay, I 
think you should have someone who's done it before. Who has pierced the ears here before? I don't think you need an overwhelming (laughs) amount of strength to pierce an earlobe. I can probably do it, I think. Not until you're 18. (laughs) No, let's let's go in and see how... Wait, you want to pierce your ears? See how the pirates No, I don't want to pierce my ear. And if the pirates... I'm going to look like a pirate and pirates have pierced ears. I'll pierce your ear. With what? What are you going to put in it? You don't have... Other mom says Do you have a needle? No. I mean, you can pierce it. You can put a hole in it, but what are you going to put in the hole? You don't uh, have any have jewelry. Earring. Uh, They'll have earrings when we get to this place. <laughs> like at this point, all you're doing is making a hole. There's Fine. <laughs> we'll wait until we get some earrings. You just leave the needle yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is the point? This seems fine. You don't have anything to put in it. Put in like the... Um, okay. Like, you just leave the dagger in it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you just like split your whole earlobe in half. Fine, I won't pierce my ears. So as I'm drawing Ave's picture, I would just like to ask her, so, Miss Ave, how long are we staying at this place? Not too long, actually. We're just going to be here to restock, resupply, maybe get some warm food, and then we're going to go to Iobrius with teleportation, and then come back, and then we'll be on the water again and wait for all the pirates. Okay. And if you need to, you can tell me if you're uncomfortable. Oh, I am. All right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> By the way, the day Just stay before, close to the rest of us. And then we okay. are planning on leaving. I would have had a message. Okay. I would have had a Does it go through? Yes, barely. <laughs> but it does go through. Oh, well, ooh, can I ask? So does it, when it goes through, does it feel like it's having a hard time because of like... On magic on my end, concentrate, or does it feel like maybe he's having a hard time like, responding? Or, like, yeah, it's 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 um, you have you just had a little bit of difficulty in this particular instance piercing the multiverse. How it's like sound. interference. And <laughs> uh, I mean, just make it just works. Yeah. How does he like his voice? Yeah. Does he sound like maybe he's like when he's responding? Does it sound like maybe he's like trying to be quiet or he's heavy breathing? Like, Running, like, he's being stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> he's screaming. I won't make it. He's like, you um, brought me a bad time. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's yes. good. He's good. That would be amazing. He's dead. He's, he, he's just a boy. Okay. What's he doing? Knitting? Like, like he did, some TV? Didn't he didn't ask? Some sewing? Did it? Damn it. Jake did ask. Set the scene. Damn it, Jake. Please. That's not how it works. He doesn't get to see him. He just hears his voice. It's not like he said, yes, I will meet you at the rendezvous at the rendezvous point as soon as I finish cooking this lasagna. Like, that's not, that's not how conversation is. So I took out my and I was like, I don't like that. Okay. So you guys pull into the port, into the gold port, um, and Flint does his pirate instructions, tells you how to dock a boat. Is there a flag up? The seafarers go flying? Yeah, yeah, definitely flying in the air. Um, if you're really curious into the process of docking a boat, fucking Google there. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a pirate, so I don't know. Although I'm a student and I have a pirate in textbooks, does that count? Oh my god, don't say that out loud and just fucking get us in support. Yeah, that's. What a funny joke, Norin. 
That was hilarious. You're gonna go to prison, man. I'm so glad you wouldn't. And then you can't do it anymore. I thought it was. I thought it was. You guys funny. are literally gonna get us all murdered. I so, thought it was funny. Yeah. So we're docked. Fine. We put so out you docked. You, yes, you lowered the 250 pound gangplank. Yes, high five. It's fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I have a good argument, but for the sake of brevity, I will. Do allow it. does anyone approach the boat as we dock or do we leave this one? So, oh, Jesus you lower the game plank and begin to make your way down. Um, I do not. I stay on the boat. Okay, you stay on the boat, and I'll just let everyone know really fast. Actually, I'm just gonna stay on the boat and make sure like nothing, like no one comes on or anything like that. What you guys want to say? Well, is we're leaving against the seafarers guild. They're Permission pirates. to come aboard, Captain. <laughs> I mean, granted. they're That's pirates. You. I don't trust them with this Well, boat. they have a law, though. It's not the same law as the Calum Empire, but they have a code and a law that you have to follow here. Yeah, and his pirate crew... Okay, I thought... I guess his pirate, Flint's pirate crew, like, abandoned him and left no, him No, they died. Him. Yeah, and we don't what even... Exactly? Because another pirate crew, like, attacked you, right? I don't know. I thought we were going to just yeah. take the boat with us. I thought so, we were going to go... Yeah, are we taking the boat? Oh, yeah, yeah it has to be prepared. The boat needs to be prepared. Okay, was that the plan? Because you were telling Ashton that we were going to stay just, here, gather supplies, and rest. I just thought yeah. that if we yeeted it back to us and then annotated it back out, it, it would be fixed because it's magic. I don't know. Um, I don't. Maybe we should just try that. That makes sense. And then if it does turn it work. off and turn it back on yeah. again. Yeah. Um, Have you I tried mean, unplugging it? Magic <laughs> What's the word to get it back in? Well. Yeah. I mean, no, it's like, 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 like break the boat. Oh, well then, okay. But let me... Because there's, it doesn't say on a folding boat if that happens. It just says so that a boat comes out. Is there a little magic thing? And it says any objects in the vessel that can't fit inside the box remain outside the box as it folds. So our food probably doesn't fit. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, maybe we should leave it I don't see with this, like... I don't imagine this one will like repair itself on its own because okay. it's a boat and if like say that you get <coughs> into a tussle and your boat's going down and you just like fold it up and pop it back out at like full health, then that like negates the tussle. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. So I would say that like modifications that you make to the boat will fold up with it. Like if you repair the boat, then it will like the repairs will stay and become part of the boat. If you added, yeah, if you added a magic hot tub to your boat, if it is part of the boat, if it, it, if it is affixed to the boat as, like, a part of it, that will fold up with it, so you can modify it and add shit to it, and that will, like, fold up with it. But as far as, like, damages go, those will stay the same as well. So, so modifications will stay present, as well as, like, damages and stuff like that. So, that way, that's, I think that makes this... You have to kind of manage your resources a little bit more with it, right? Sure. You can't just like jump into the water, close it up, and then yeah. So I don't turn it out if that was the plan. Right. I just didn't no. know that was the plan. Um, well, we need to leave it out so people. Yeah. So I guess it. instead of me saying you walk off the boat, I'll let you tell me. Sorry. What, what you were doing? I, that's, that's what I should have done anyway. I'm gonna ask. Um, like, will they do it if we're not here also? Mm. 
There are, there, there are bosons for hire here, yes. Um, part of the purpose of these havens is to repair. And usually, it's smart to have at least one member of the crew present um, with the ship while that happens. So do you want to stay? <gasps> well, I you... very much could. No. If, if you would like me to, I, I could stay with the boat. I could leave Noodles here with Flint. <laughs> and Noodles can t- speak to me if anything shifty is happening as long as we're on the same plane of existence. Um, while they're having this talk, I'm going to walk up to Abe and like whisper. Um, Abe, do, how, if we took something from the boat and they took it somewhere, could you teleport us onto the boat? Like, teleportation works more with coordinates than it does with um, objects. So I could teleport us back to the boat as long as it's docked here. But if the boat moves, I cannot teleport us to the boat because the boat is not in the same coordinates that it was previously. That's how the boat works. I mean, like, we have ways. If Flint is here, I think it's fine. We could like like threaten him a little bit, maybe. What? We could threaten him a little bit. Do you want to threaten him, Ashley? <coughs> no, that makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, but <laughs> I, just, I just don't think it's a good idea. I mean, when we met him, he was looking for a boat. I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I can leave Noodles here, and he will tell me. I think. But are. won't you miss Noodles? Yes, but. I don't Why don't we just boat bring the boat with us, and then like mages can probably repair it at their school, right? Like we'll just. We put it think in their it's front fine to just leave it here. He's not gonna steal it. He's literally a he pirate. He won't be able to go without <laughs> yeah. a crew. Yeah. He'd probably hire a crew. And also, here. we have it's the compass. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll keep the compass with us, and then we'll be here to oversee the repairs. And he's seen what we can do. I think. I don't think he would cross us. I mean, he knows not to mess with us. I really think it will be okay. We'll be, we'll be Flint and the bird here, and it will be alright. I'm gonna break off a piece of the noodles. I'm take so it. sorry. We will leave noodles and the what? <laughs> Pirate here. I'm breaking off a piece of the boat and I'm taking it with me. And I'm gonna look at Flint as I guess we're leaving and be like, I will find you. And if you take my ship, I don't care if I have to trap you for the rest of my life. I will sink you to the depths to my Kraken friend, and you can spend the rest of eternity with her. Make an intimidation check, please. Really. While he's doing that, I'm gonna like bump into play a little bit. Use or strength. And just like jump to finish. You, are you helping yeah. Libby as that's happening? Yeah. I will okay. Like yeah. physically though, you know? Yeah, no, I got you, I got you. Mm-hmm. I like that you explained how you, you didn't just say I don't. So I can how. use. Um, yeah. I appreciate that. So I can use intimidation or. Use intimidation, but you can use strength. your charisma or your strength modifier for it. Because part of what makes you intimidating is your stature. In some cases. Sometimes it's your lack of stature. 21. 21. He says, all right, that's, that's fair. And I will leave noodles 
for company, and noodles will fly from my arm onto your shoulder. Oh, great, the talking bird. It's just a company that I would like here. Thanks for that. Mm -hmm. I tell Noodles telepathically to keep an eye on the boat and Flint and let me know if anything happens. You know, it's really great to see how much you all grown to trust me over the week and a half that we have sailed together. You know, Flint, it's no I trust you. <laughs> Thanks, Lena. Yeah, Flint, As you like, take it's your with you. <laughs> really nothing to do with you. It's how I was raised. Flint, I like to be honest. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get going. Let's go. Thanks, kid. It's not so much about trusting you, it's just it's it's this boat is very special. <laughs> How much is it gonna cost to fix it anyway? Um between the the time it'll take to repair it and the fact that all these pirates are out to make gold. Um I would imagine uh, the full costs are going to run you somewhere around 300, 400 gold. Do we want to just split that, you guys? Because I have, I could like just chip in like 200. I could even pay the whole thing. I think we could just pull it from the yeah, party fund. Can we try and negotiate it down? Yeah, do you want to oversee that? Yeah, uh, I do. Do you want to have it with the pirates? I do. To try and make, it, yeah. make them take less gold for me? You know what? I think if every crew member, I'm going to look at Flint when I say this, pitches in 50 gold, it'll cover the 300. Are they a part of that? Yeah, let's just take it from the party. Uh, I just want to see if I can get him to pitch in. <laughs> He hasn't spoke to oh. the. He hasn't okay. spoke to the people. Yet. I'll wait until. So. Um. You're gonna want it up front. Oh. So I can just take that. And I'll bring it. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you trusted him, Elena. Do I believe him? Do you? <laughs> I feel like I should know because, like, I'm also a criminal. I'm gonna tell you right now, Courtney, I do not trust him. Elena <laughs> 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 trusts him completely. <laughs> you have luck. Um, I don't know if I care that much. <laughs> it's a 13. <laughs> um. Yeah, he'll, he'll take that gold from you. Alright, here you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How about we well, send some I now send a message to Noodles telepathically <laughs> saying, tell me if he actually gets help and doesn't take the gold and what our change is. Did I give him 350? How much did you give him? 350. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I really how much did you give him? <laughs> How far does Noodle's speed work? Oh, indefinitely. As long as we're on the same plane. Because I have the pack. Pack of the, the chain? Yeah. 
I have, let me get it for you. Voice of the Chain Master. You can communicate telepathically with your familiar, perceive through its senses, and speak through it in your own voice as long as you are on the same plane of existence. Oh, that's super cool. There oh. is no distance. Because isn't there usually like a limit? Yep. That's but that's a regular. Cool. Yeah, but that's with the. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, if you're leaving immediately, I will die. Okay, well, so I guess we have to hold hands. Yeah, if nobody has any objections, we should go now. Okay, bye. Okay. What's happening? Well, you're going to fix the ship. We'll be back in... Um, some hours. You guys, this hurts my arm. To a day. (laughs) And then we're gone. Okay. As we're still all talking, the plot. We'll be back in some hours. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are enveloped in shadow and disappear. And you're reappearing Arbor at the Arbor Arcanus. Outside it, in the lobby, what's uh? Yeah, where in the Arbor? Can we go in? Like Isn't there right probably outside orders? the entrance of Arbor Arcanus. Yeah, you can't teleport inside. Um, but yeah, so you teleport into the Everage Forest, which is now on we just teleported Aiden's right there. Oh, hello. How are you? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very fun. It's just beautiful birds. It's just birds. Surrounded by the impossibly tall uh, treetops, seeming to scrape the skies. Uh, it's like always almost dark in here, um, no matter what time of day it is, just due to the uh, due to the thickness of the canopies. Um, and how they kind of negate the sunlight. From coming in. Um, do you have to like use an action to see through him? He can. We can tell. Communicate telepathically. Yeah, speak, but so he can just be like, "Yo, this is going on," and then I need to be like, "Okay, I'm going to look through him, and I'm going okay, to speak okay, through okay, him." Okay, okay, okay. But he can just be like, "Yo, he's stealing your money." Right. Okay. So you. What does he sound like? I'm so curious. What is supposed to be? We'll find it's out. It's, oh, when, when, she's, when she speaks through it, but like his brain voice. What does the bird's brain voice sound like? Got to figure that out, Lauren. He's stealing all your money. <laughs> <laughs> he just got a really deep voice. Hey, yo, he's stealing all your he's money. He's stealing your gold. <laughs> you better get back here. <laughs> Oh, think, is that what he said? I think that's it. That's canon. No. That's okay. What, that's not what he said, but we'll that's, what, it, that's what his voice is going to be. Okay. Yeah. Noodles has a very deep voice. Okay. Noodles has a very deep voice. That was really good. Okay, so you have arrived in the Everreach Forest. Uh, you can see the Arbor Arcanus um, a little ways away from you. Um, this immensely, this immense tree. Um, and you can see it's by the time that you arrived at the uh, at Goldport, it was probably around like three or four p.m. 
on the 23rd. Um, and then, so it's probably about that time, like 3.45, uh, schools, like just letting out people who have some evening classes that they signed up for are probably headed to those, but most people are returning, returning to their dorms. Um, so you see a number of the students kind of walking around, coming in and out. Um, and uh, you approach, I assume. Yeah, we just kind of stand. Did we, Libby, do you need to tell Elena's friends that we're here and we should come? I told him yesterday. Well, where is the, you know, like the gateway? <laughs> the, the I don't really know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't mean, you, oh, Leia, you might know. In the school, I thought they had to walk away from the school, like it was a field trip. Oh, you, didn't say that. you did say that. Yeah. Okay. I think it's it might have been. A, it's, in, it's in possession of the school, but it's it's adjacent to the school. The school yeah. kind of watches over it, but it, it's 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 near the school. So Elena, you would know where it is. You've probably come through it a few times, or at least seen it. Um, so you're able to lead the group there, kind of off to the like north of the school, um, a little ways. Um, and there's actually like a path leading to it um, because if the students need to make their way into the Baywell for whatever assignments that they have or whatever, they can do that fairly easily. Um, so you can make your way there. Um, but then let me just see what the time difference for Reese is. Um, Tell the headmaster that we'd be possibly oh. letting through like a dangerous like, person into his property. Oh. I don't think it's dangerous. We we did inquire with Paul about usage of the gate, okay. but I don't think that we actually told him that we invited someone to come for it. Okay. Well, I don't think they Already. can stop it. I'm sure they can. I'm just saying, like, if he brings things with him on accident, it might be nice. Hey, we're fine. We're fine. So, let the school know regardless. Um, I guess I'll, I'm going to cast something like in two seconds, really fast, as the last second. Like, Cole, we are at the Feywild portal. Um, not sure what's coming through. We'll keep you updated. Don't worry, but keep students away. Um, he, he arrived sometime yesterday. Oh! Um, he's, he's staying at the, uh, um, in the, the, the watch post there. Oh, okay. I'll let you know that. Okay. Um, so you guys follow this path. It's kind of laid out. Um, it's not like a also road through the forest here, but there are some stones in the, uh, in the forest floor that kind of leads you this way. Um, and as you begin to approach the Fey Crossing, um, you notice a number of like brightly colored flowers beginning to kind of emerge, stuff that you don't usually, you haven't really seen before. Um, and there's kind of this like glow coming from some of them. And as you approach, you see this like um, area that is enclosed by this fence uh, of this really uh, intricate kind of like lace work 
in the wood, uh, kind of surrounding this clearing. And inside this clearing, uh, you see a large tree, um, and not large vertically. In fact, it's considerably shorter than the trees in the Everage Forts usually are. This is probably about like 15 feet tall, this tree here. So it's considerably shorter than most of the trees. However, it's very like wide. It's, it's massive and it has this like gnarled, uh, like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, um, God. It's got this gnarled, like, uh, hollow in it that looks almost like a doorway. The inside of it is, like, pitch dark. It looks like an ordinary tree that just has this natural, like, tree well, like, hollow built, like, into it naturally. Nothing, nothing about it seems like it is a magical portal to the Feywild. Um, and that's how people end up in the Feywild on accident. They don't necessarily broadcast themselves. Um, and then behind this tree is this uh, building made of wood um, that has the Arbor Arcanus like, symbol on it. And there's windows and a door and like lit torches inside of it. As we are going to there, can I talk to Ashton real quick? Mm -hmm. So as we are like making our way to the building, I'm just gonna walk in step with Ashton and I'm gonna ask if you want to see your sister, if you'd rather try and avoid her. Uh, I think we should just focus on what we're doing right now. It's not important. Okay. As I know, I would have taken all of the pirate stuff off when we got to the forest. <laughs> I do not look like that anymore. <laughs> all that hard work. I kept my mud on my face. It is my hair's all crazy. <laughs> I took the bandana off. I mixed my hair. I cleaned my armor and my face. Do not look like pirate Um, but yeah, so this is what you see. You've kind of made it to this clearing. You see the tree, and then you see the uh, uh, you see the the building behind it. I think we just approach. I'll walk behind Elena. Um, you approach the building. Um, open up the door um, and inside there is a table um, in it. It looks like, so this is a building of the school. Um, it seems that they have people staffed here and you would know this from the few times you've come through. Um, they have people staffed here to watch the crossing, uh, make sure students don't sneak in after hours or make sure things don't come out that aren't supposed to to come out. There are um, books kind of on shelves lining the wall as well as a, a few like lecture style tables um, set up uh, where if they brought classes here they could uh, uh, 
place to, to discuss before moving in or something like that. So it's set up kind of like the statues.
the the army at the the army of the uh, yes, this the summer. Um, I grew up with Elena. Much of our youth was spent with wooden swords. With each other's butt. Yeah. <laughs> Climbing the tallest tree we could and fighting amongst the boughs. Trying to knock the other down. So fell off a few times. Is it like so I've only met Elena, who's from the Sealy Court. Like can you guys lie? Um, <laughs> they're, they're people, maybe. Well, I don't know. Atlanta's really bad at lying, lie. clearly. It's, <laughs> Can't even keep a secret. It's possible. Um, <laughs> in fact, we have people whose job it is to, to tell lies. Um, but for some, it comes more naturally than others. Um, uh, as a result of the magic that we use to creators all those years ago um, they say part of what makes an Aladrin so pure is the, the penchant for truth that they carry within them um, of course as the time went on and that direct connection faded for some um, it's it's not that we're physically unable to um, some find it easier than others, and some choose not to, to maintain a facade of that perfection and innocence. Okay. It's not that I don't love learning about other races, but... <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up and get the point. Yeah. Now he's being disrespectful. We really need to know what the glowing core and what the... Unseely Fae is doing here on the material plane. Mm. What are their intentions? Do you know? Should we maybe all sit down? Is there room at the table? Uh, the other, the the two staff members will make room, and there are there are other chairs there, and you can pull chairs over from the tables that the students would use. Oh, we're inside. Um, yeah. Inside. I, missed that. I thought we were still by the tree. Um, as we sit down to Demetrius just gonna say really fast, um, Abe is a daughter of one of the chieftains of one of the druid tribes. Um, so she's very connected to the whole entire um, Abe, as you speak up about uh, wishing to to kind of hear the invitation, the uh, the staff members of the Arbor Arcanist will kind of voice their agreement, like this is this is happening so close to their school. They yeah. feel like they need to know for the safety of their students right. and their establishment as well. So are they just like teachers? Um, these aren't necessarily like professors, they're like, um, like TAs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like the SROs of the of the Arbor Arcanist. They're, they're all um, yeah, yeah, real deep in there. Uh, but they do kind of... I, I don't know if your characters would necessarily know, know this, but um, they they kind of are in charge of the... Uh, like if a, if a class comes in 
to learn about the Feywild or if they're seeking materials here, uh, these people will kind of help like lead the, the lectures specifically on the Feywild about it. Um, they both look to be high elf. They're, they're both high elven. Um, but um, Continue, um, they're both yeah. So they're they're both high elven. They're not elaborate, but they have a they have a large knowledge of the of the they they've, they've they've been a few times. Oh, yeah. They've been around the block. They know. Yeah. They've they've crossed. I appreciate your answer. Um, but yeah, so they're also uh, needing to to hear this information. So Reese will kind of hunker down and get serious and put his elbows up on the table and kind of hold one of his fists with his other hand as he speaks. Um, and he says, as I said, there are a number of Eladrin whose job it is to lie. Um, we've allied with the unseelie fae many a time um, and we have warred with them many other times as all things in the Feywild they, they shift and change, they come and go sometimes without warning um, most few things are done subtly um, in the Feywild everything is, is heightened Everything is done in extreme. However, something some things require more subtlety. And for this, we have a network of people who who infiltrate and pose as members of the Gloaming Court. They report back to us even if we're not in conflict at the moment, it's important to know when that might shift because it happens so quickly without warning. We need to know as soon as it happens when those ties are broken. In this intelligence network about it's hard to say how long it was here in this material plane due to the time difference, but about four years ago in, in the time of the Fae, uh, there was a, a high-ranking official, um, one of the advisors to the, the queen of the Gloaming Court, an Eladrin man named uh, Morgrave. He left what? the Gloaming yeah. Court. Master Morgrave. Oh my god! What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh my god! That was amazing. We all said it at the same time. <laughs> Sorry. Let him finish. Okay, yeah. so the pale man is in cahoots with the Gloaming Court queen. He, well, we knew he was in the Ladrin. He left the Gloaming Court. And headed, <laughs> you fool! Headed to the material plane, seeming, seeming to disappear. Um, word has it there was a disagreement of some kind. Um, 
he was a, a brash man, an arrogant man, but he, something occurred and he stopped his services. He, he left, made his way to the material plane and we have not seen him for the past four years. He's been pretty active on our plane. How so? You burned well, down our tavern. That's the extent. Well, he's been he's very been, active on our plane. He's murdered two of our members. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not, you you know, know, I mean, fighting him for some Yeah. Time. Typical just killing gods and, you know, like trying to become a god himself. He and, hasn't, you know. He hasn't killed any gods yet, was he? No. He's, yeah. he's, he's just working on it. He's just working on it. And he goes by the pale man now. Well, we call him the pale man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of common. Like he adopted it. Yeah. We call yeah. it him, him that first, but then he adopted it. Yeah, and that's how God, what a fucking him. loser. He can't even pick his own name. <laughs> technically, technically, we know that name. How old is this elaborate caster? How old is he? Um, he's... <laughs> he's at least four. Seven. He's just throwing a tantrum this whole time. Terrible. <laughs> it's his terrible tantrum. I am God. Oh my God. Um, he's been around for at least half a century. Oh, um, oh he's younger than you. No, no, not half a century. A century is a hundred years. Half a million? Five hundred years. Yeah. Um, at least. 500, possibly 600 years. Um, he's he he was an established member of the court, far beyond the the point at which Elaine and I were even born. Um, but he he disappeared, and apparently he's been busy at work here, and. That puts things into context. I'll, I'll get to that. Um, Sorry, did not mean to interrupt. No, it's that's important news. I we were not aware of that. Um, however, it seems that in his absence, the Seely Court had been the 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 Unseely Fay, the Gloaming Court, had been growing more and more dissatisfied with the current state of things. Um, we started seeing a symbol pop up and the Eladrin naturally are not extraordinarily religious. We, we don't tend to worship gods as we have a history of having more of a, a relationship with them. Than, than a uh, than a, a master follower relationship. It's it's more personal most of the time. But these this symbol began to appear of one of the ascended. Mm-hmm. Ravani. Ravani. Yes. Sorry, I don't have my The symbol of Ravani began to appear. Um, and this was extremely odd because the ascended are less than gods, mm-hmm. and most of the 
the Ladrin, especially those in high places, uh, believe themselves to be equal to, if not more important than the Ascended, for better or for worse. Uh, that is the, the view of most of the high-ranking officials. Um, however, the symbol of Ravani began to appear, and they began working in, in dark, with, with dark energies. Um, the undead are m most often tied to the shadow. They have a hard time existing in, in our plane. Uh, however... The Feywild, you mean? Yes, in the Feywild. The undead have a hard time persisting within the Feywild. But we've started seeing... It seems that Eladrin, whose energies are more tied toward winter, um, are able to uh, form almost a, a kind of connection with the Shadowfell. They're able to... They can cross into the Shadowfell and fare better there than the Ladrin of other seasons. Um, and as they pass back and forth, we began to notice a rise in, in undead and necrotic energies. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing there, but there's, there's something there that they want. There's something there that they, they need. The, the key to whatever they're planning lies somewhere in the shadow. And it seems that it, whatever it is will help them achieve their goal, which has now become the goal of, of Ravani. Um, and about close to a month ago now, not quite a month ago, um, a the Castor Morgrain returned after three and a half years, four years, he made his return to the cloning court. It seemed that he, he he came with a plan. He he decided that he would help the Gloaming Court achieve their goals. He he said that his focus had shifted. Uh, that his desires were no longer plausible, and now he found his desires aligned with those. Of Gloaming Court. So this is... Oh, he... began aiding the, the Gloaming Court in forming connections with the... a few of the Druidic tribes in the Everreach Forest. Mm -hmm. One of the... one of the leaders of the tribe, the high-ranking official. She... What she uh, Bright red hair. Uh, <coughs> powerful. I, I, I assume that she was the, the leader of her tribe. Though I'm not positive on that. This is only what we picked up. 
through listening to. I would inside check him. Is he telling the truth? Oh, I was also gonna inside check him just to make sure he's not. Like, yeah, go ahead and make a spy. Um, how does Ave look while she's hearing this information? Sure. Yeah, okay. I was also curious about that. Ask Courtney how she looks. Yeah. One second, let me. 19. 28. Okay. Um, so both of you are able to see that he, um, he's very genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's sharing what he knows. Basically, things on the material plane side of things, he's not super uh, knowledgeable on because he's only hearing this information through um, what the spies have told him from what they heard through mm-hmm. listening to high-ranking officials in the global court speak about what has been happening. So this is kind of like third-hand information on what's happening on the material plane side of things. Um, but he seems to be telling the truth. He's he's very earnest and sounds just as concerned as you feel. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, how, how yeah, how do you? Well, okay, so before he mentioned the woman with red hair, She's very obviously anxious, like her ring finger keeps tapping against her thumb, like a nervous tick. She's just kind of moving and thinking, like her eyes are darting around a little bit. Um, she assumed as much, having saw that symbol of Ravani in um, some of the tribes, and she looks real concerned. She knows something else. That is going to be crucial later. That is not good for this situation. Um, and then when he mentions the one right here, um, no, well, she inside checked him and saw he was truthful, but I think she still doesn't really believe it. Denial. And yeah, like as soon as he mentions her, I think Ave would. Like, she almost looks like she wants to leave, but she wants to stay and hear the rest, too. And, like, gripping her hand really tightly. Like, almost tight enough to, like, draw blood out of her palms with her own nails. And she's, she, this is probably the, some of the most anxious she's ever been. Also, while we're taking a break in the conversation pretty much, could I, I don't know if I have to roll for this, but could I deduce that the change in plans that the pale man approached them with was when he decided he was going to divert from becoming a god and destroy the Revengers. But yeah, I think that okay. seems like a fair conclusion to draw. He pretty much announced as much to you guys that his. Goal but I was just changed. curious, just like if it made sense that. of the timeline, because for us it was yeah. a little more than maybe two weeks ago, and then in the Feywild, yeah. it was a month ago. So I wonder. if that makes sense via the time change between the planes. Um, yeah, so when he burnt down Dornak Firth, mm-hmm. uh, that was on the 7th. It's the 23rd now. So it's been... Oh, he barely just announced us to us that was his plan, though. Yeah, and that was around... Okay, okay. Yeah, there so was some time Please check out. Yeah, yeah. Check out. Mm-hmm. yeah so the, the timeline seems to line up. Fairly well, um, but Reese will continue um, and say the uh, the the chiefess with with the red hairs. Um, she, as I said, this is what I heard in a briefing from our agents in the Gloaming Court. But it seems that 
something about her disposition changed in a way that was favorable to the gloaming court. It seemed they felt they had achieved a breakthrough of some kind, or they had they had achieved a, a goal of some kind regarding her. But when one way or another, she was the key to the druid tribes. It's it seems that by preying upon old tensions among them, um, it was almost easy to convince a few of them to, to join forces in this cause. Um, and it seems that they have attempted to, they, they've used these tribes to gain control of the Feldridge, mm -hmm. another path into the shadow. There seems to be a, a connection, a linking going on between the Shadowfell, the Feywild, or the Material Plane through these crossings that are arising here. Almost a, a kind of binding of some kind, whatever they're planning it. It involves all three of these planes. Um, but the Pale Man, is, as you call him, is, is aiding in whatever these plans are. Their, their ultimate goal is, is still unknown to me. I think I know what the Pale Man's goal is, because he told us, so I'm curious if this would help you figure out their goals. But two weeks ago, he contacted Libby <clears throat> and told him that he was taking a break from trying to become a god. And to destroy the Avengers because we meddled in his plans too much. We might have killed him a few times. Okay. So. It seems if you're his only targets, it seems excessive to involve all three planes of existence like this. Also, also. He is a lich now. He's not just an Aladdin anymore. That's probably important to know. That is important information to you. Mm. And dire information. We were actually trying to find this Blackberry when we contacted you. I didn't, out of game question, I didn't tell him anything about what happened in the Shadowfield, right? About eighty? No, I don't think so. I don't imagine. I think you. The first time you contacted Reese was when you read it, the papers about yeah, your dad. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't even think yeah. I contacted him right away. I think I immediately contacted the queen. I think you was the contacted first him though as well. Yeah, but I think the first person I messaged was the queen. Yeah, it was. Uh -huh. Um. Also, are there? There's elves in the Shadowfell, right? The Shattered Pact. The Shattered Pact, okay. Who are basically like the, the Shadow Fellow equivalent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, always piercing. Reese, I didn't tell you this because 
sending isn't a great method of communication. Um, but we, we actually went to the Shadowfell recently and um, Aiden was there? <laughs> Who was that? Something on the side. It was Lyle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a bear in the He's a bear now. <laughs> he's become uh, a bear of a man. A man of a bear. Aiden was there. And he was. Yeah, I know. I was also surprised. <laughs> How? Um, he told me that. Um, my father had given him his body over to the Unseelie, and that they had done something to bring him back. <laughs> and currently, as far as I'm aware, he is in the Shadowfell, guarding a portal? No, it was the wo- like a world ender. Yeah, but, I mean, there was like a... It was like a seal. It was a seal. Yeah, it was a yeah. seal he's prison. He's just in a little cage. It's a magic the, prison. Under the ground. <laughs> um, he's guarding like a seal to the world eater. World breaker. Oh, world breaker. World breaker. World breaker. Something with the world. Okay. And that's kind of... So... There isn't any. Aiden Hellfall has been revived by the Unseelie Fae mm-hmm. and placed in charge of guarding a prison containing something known as the World Breaker. That would be cool. That is accurate. And the unseelie fair are being aided by a lich who has been helping them establish a, a link between a three planes of existence. Ooh, ooh. And Elena, don't forget, uh, remember there was, um, you're worried about like the queen or something, like a plan to kill her or something, right? Well, um, so we were also in this place called Drasnar, which was a fucking trip. Um, the worst thing ever. Everyone just left a little traumatized. Um, but we, we read these papers about ourselves that told us things that I don't know how anyone could know them. And one of the things that said in mine was that my, that my father was working with Beyonce Lee. And I contacted the queen and she kind of, I mean, I don't think she really believed me. And then obviously I told you to be careful and watch out. Is Elena's father one of these spies that you mentioned? No, he's... He's actually a fucking monster, but... He's the general of the army. He 
directs the spies. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Now it sounds like he's but I was going to ask, if you have spies for the blooming court, does that mean they would have spies for the, I can't remember the name already, your court? Summer. summer court. Bomb of the summer court. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a great way to remember. Well, naturally, that's, that's how wars are waged. From the inside. Um, but, yes, in the reign of what you learned in those papers are true, and, and your father is truly working with the Gloaming Court and feeding them information about the Summer Court. Yeah, he's a nightmare. And Who knows how they'll be able to blindside us? So what do we do? Well, here are my thoughts, especially concerning the Druidic tribes, with whom I am very familiar. I've been scrying on them, and everything that I've seen lines up with what Reese is saying. Firstly, there was a winter Aladrin that I saw in the Onway tribe, which is no more than 200 miles west of here. But it wasn't castered. Not it wasn't castered. It, it was just a winter elaborate, which is fairly unusual for Druidic tribes. And not to mention that the Anwe have direct access to the Shadowfell. They guard the Fell Breach. So if the Anwe have allied themselves with the Gloaming Court, the Gloaming Court would easily be able to move in and out of the Shadowfell through the Fell Breach that is located in the Anwe tribe. And when I described the Nandaji, the Navi, the, one of the leaders of the Nandaji, I saw a tomb for him placed next to the symbol of Ravani. So I wonder if the Winter Aladrin is working to make some of the Druidic tribe members undead to create an army to storm the Shadowfell to get whatever they need that's down there. And Reese, if the Roman court is allying itself with some of the Druids and with Castor, is the Sealy court or the Summer court doing anything to find allies here? Perhaps the elves in Barthelore or the other Druidic tribes that are here are you making allies on other planes of existence to help you contain this matter? Well, we, there have been talks, but General Blackwood is arguing that we do not have the forces to spread thin enough to to make these connections. Um, it seems that Elena, your father, is our biggest roadblock in this endeavor, but I mean, we have a, a decent relationship with the Elven Court already. Mm -hmm. um, many of many of the uh, High Elves from 
the capital city, Bartholor, visit and speak, and we're on friendly terms. Um, I'm not sure if it's friendly enough to come to our aid, and I suppose the Druid tribes are a good place to look as well, a route that we had not thought of taking yet. We were, I believe, first and foremost afraid to push the war between them further by declaring ourselves allies against the others. But if the times call for it. The war has already been pushed too far by Castor and the Unseen Word. You need to make yourself stronger by making allies. I can talk to some of the leaders of the Druidic tribes that have not yet declared their allegiance to the Unseelie Court and see what I can do for you. Yes, we would appreciate the aid helping to jumpstart that process would would do well for us seeing as how Elena's father is attempting to prevent that from, from happening. Is there anything that can be done to stop him? I'm not, I'm not sure. He's been by the Queen's side as her general for hundreds of years now. Stopping Castor is what we've been working on for months. If there was an easy way to do it, we would have already done it. Well, and there's like, I, the, I feel like the simplest way to end this, as fast as we can, is either killing... Castor. I'm gonna like look very awkwardly at like Elena. Um, killing the general, or killing Castor. And we don't really have access to the general. It sounds like he would be almost impossible to get near. So I think Castor is our yeah. best bet. We can't kill him yet. Yeah, he's we need the phylactery. I mean, we can kill him, we'll just come back. Mm-hmm. By the way, when you say kill the general, Lena doesn't even flinch. Okay. It's, just, it's a little touchy. She's like, yeah. And I don't think we would need to kill the general. We could just try and provide evidence for the rest of the court that they need to intervene and not listen to him. But either way is probably very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seems like we need more proof if we want to stop the general. Yeah, not that I'm not for getting rid of him, but um, if we do it without any evidence, that would make us look bad. Well, where would we find evidence? In the background? If I just kill my own father, I lose all trust. Especially after how long you've been gone. You showed up after all these years just to murder the general. Mm-hmm. History would just see it as a daughter killing a father. That would be a bad look. Patricide is probably not the best in any time. This woman that you spoke of, the one with red hair, um, <laughs> You said that she 
original contact with the Madridic tribes, is that right? What was her role in it? She, the, the, un, the unseeing, had been contacting her, not, not us. Um, right. They had been, she was, the, the unseeing Fay referred to her as uh, being the link between the other two that her tribe is now allied with. Um, and it, it was only after this, this change in, in disposition, only after whatever they had been attempting to, to do and succeeded mm-hmm. in changing her mind. But you haven't seen her yourself? I've, I've met her maybe once, twice before, but... When was the most recent time you saw her? No. Before any of this. Um, I'm not sure how it translates here, but it was a few years ago. How did she look? Did she look like she was under the influence of anything, or did she just look motivated? Not... Did you get a read on her at all? When I met her, she seemed perfectly normal, but it seems they only they only managed to change her mind within the past three months. Well before, or well after, I met her. Did you? Did you meet her soon after she had declared allegiance to the Unseelie? Did you meet her very close to that time? No, she had not done so yet. Right, but after she had declared her allegiance, how long after that did you meet her? He met her before. He met her before. I, met her before that. I have not. Oh, you seen haven't seen her, her since she. I have she... not seen her since the allegiance has been declared. Okay. Okay, I see. So, are you like two routes you can kind of pick here? Being the way we were going, or we can head to the Feywild. Or we could go to the tribes as well. Maybe your tribe, Abbe, we could talk to your parents. I mean, I'm sure they know more about what's going on within the tribes than anyone else. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. If we could get in, but we could try. No, would we not be able to get in? It's just like a, a forest, isn't it? You just yeah, you just walk. Walk. I mean, yeah, I mean, you couldn't I mean, just take us. Just some trees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, right? Could try. There is a single entrance into my tribe, and it's guarded. Why wouldn't you be able to? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, as long as we have you, why can't you just let us in? I mean, you, you know, you'd be like, oh, no, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. I let me in the big tree. I've yeah. done a lot of things that, that yeah. could be considered treasonous. I'm not sure what my position is. Do you not remember the conversation last night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how I stand. I might be welcomed with open arms and proclaimed a hero, or I could very well be considered a traitor and banished. Okay, I don't have my notes. I didn't write it down. And I don't have your notes. <laughs> um, when she did, did she so she told us that she was on bad standing. 
She told us that she said it. She told us everything. You could be, but you didn't tell us why specifically. No, she she told us everything. Okay, then you did. No, I think I did. You did. Yeah, she told us about how she left because Coinda said so and everything. And about her axes and how that. Yeah, she told us everything. Okay. And that would get you banished from the. I went against the tradition of the tribes to seek approval from all the council members mm-hmm. before acting. Okay. I acted before the vote went through. Okay. Okay. I mean, clearly what you, you did saved the forest and the druid tribes. I'm sure they'd be forgiving. Do you, have you talked to your parents? I've had a few words with my father. Not about my standing. What was he like? Hi, I missed you so much. Thank you. I don't know why I sound like that. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so glad I heard from you. Or was he like, you accepting of me? <laughs> he loves me, but I'm not sure if all of the tribes or if everyone in my tribe shares his feelings. We'll we'll go and we'll see. Wait, like worst case scenario, I think we climb this tree. We. It's not exactly something that can be. Okay, well then we, yeah, we can climb it or go around <laughs> With it. With enough equipment, you can yeah. go around it. I mean, not to worst case scenario, I'm going to hold up like my flame shield. Like, it's wood. Maybe we yeah, don't well, not do that. Is, but we can probably climb a magical tree. I, we've been working out. We know yeah. that we can probably get up the tree. Yeah. And she, um, Briar, can I teleport us just through? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to, to, I'm trying to figure through. out how this is all like. I think my brain hurts right now. Uh, Elena's or her Courtney's bowls. <laughs> well, actually, so let's do first thing first. We need to figure out how long the boat's probably going to take to repair. Right? Because we can't really sail until it's being fixed anyway. So that'll give us a time frame for how long we have to work out what's happening in the woods. I have no idea. You. Sorry, that was really rude. Briar. <laughs> 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 Noodles. <laughs> what is Noodles? So Noodles has been following Flint and everything, right? Yes. Does Noodles have any information on the boat yes. or how long that's going to take? Or I will telepathically ask Noodles what's going on. Okay. Um, what's it sound like? He ran off of the money. Boat's <laughs> <laughs> um, burned. Um, Flint is currently playing dice on the deck. <laughs> The pirate <laughs> spent 325 gold hiring repairs. <laughs> He's heading to the tavern to spend the remaining 75 on booze. Wait, 25? Wait, 25. 25. I gave him 350. He's, he's a bird. He's bad at math. <laughs> I was wondering that. I was like, can he count? He's bad at math. Hey, ravens are very intelligent birds. He just he just heard the the numbers. Okay. Oh, so yeah. sure. um, he's spending the remaining gold on booze. Is he with you? I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, okay you guys, one second. And I'm gonna go into him. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what do I see? Uh, Noodles is perched on Flint's shoulder. <laughs> Flint seems to have a begrudging acceptance of the placement of the bird. Um <laughs> He's every once in a while he'll kind of like twitch, um, but is he trying to get the bird off? Yeah, he's like not comfortable with the big talons like on his shoulder. He's not squeezing. Well, he's not squeezing it, but he. I mean, it would be. To be fair, I'm not the biggest fan of 
even on my finger. I mean, if there's a knife to your throat, even if it's not piercing, it's gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah, he's not the biggest fan of noodles. Um, But Noodles is perched on his shoulder, kind of walking with him, and Flint's making his way into the tavern. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna have Noodles put his beak right next to his ear, and I'm gonna be like, if you spend that gold, you owe us that gold. <laughs> yes! Oh, jeez. Make an intimidation check yes! with advantage. Weird as fuck. If you oh, spend... Yeah. I'm just picturing... If you spend that gold... Is that everything I want from the With advantage? Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing, like, in an anime when all of a sudden you get the weird shock up there. Like... <laughs> Ooh, that was not amazing. So, yeah, and you can use charisma or, or oh, right, strange, right. but I don't yeah, but I have a feeling is. I know which one. Right. Yeah, uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Like how does he feel? Um, he kind of like jolts. Keep fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm not spending. I'm not spending. He like. Talks out loud at first, and then kind of like looks around and begins to like whisper to the bird, and he, he doesn't want people to think he's crazy. Um, he's like, I ain't burned a fucking trip. <laughs> I don't say anything, and I just tell Noodles that if he gambles, to let me know. Um, guys, it was three hundred and twenty-five gold. Noodles is a bird, so he's not sure how long it'll take. <laughs> but he is going to the bar, presumably, to spend the rest of the night. Alright. So I told him not to, but he might okay. still do it. I so really think that the gold and the are the least of our worries right now. Yeah. Well, we probably I mean, have at least a couple needs days. He also to feed himself. I mean, you can only eat rations for so long. And berries. Yeah. Well, I'm not there to provide berries. But I would assume that it, we will have some time until it's all fixed and ready to go. Okay. So then we decide do we want to stay here on this plane and contact the tribes, or do we want to spend that time going to the Feywild and those have issues for both sides? I feel like, of course, I'm new, so I don't. Not quite everything, but I feel like if we go to the Feywild, what would we do? Because you don't have a high standing, it sounds like. Your father sounds like he's not your biggest fan, so his voice would be more powerful than yours. So if we go there, who would we speak to? Whereas Abe may be on shaky ground, yeah, but she might be on treasonous ground. She's on shaky ground right now, but we might have a better chance of speaking to the other tribe leaders that aren't with the Sierra Court and finding more information. Mm-hmm. Which, if, the more information you have, the better it would be if you went to the Summer Court. I think for now, I mean, the Leja are not far from here. If we win walk, we could be there in half an hour. I think we should go there first and see what information we can gather from there, see what my father knows, if we can get anything, and then decide a next course of action after we make them know more. What are you going to do, Reese? Well, 
I also received new information today that needs to be reported, but it will probably take me time to find the proper channels to do that. I feel like letting your father know that we know everything now, well, as much as we do know, is not the smartest move. In informing him that I contain knowledge that this the summer court was not privy to before, informing him of that does not seem like the smartest decision, because essentially I'll be painting a target on my own back and an even larger one on the back of you all. Yeah, please don't. So, I need to find who I can trust back home. I'm not sure how long that will take, but... Also, I believe I can begin to push towards an alliance with the three unaligned druid tribes. to you. I think if you feel, and you're much older and wiser than I am, 
So, but I think if you can find someone who can do that and make you feel safe about that, um, that could work. But also, my biggest concern is Elena's father seems to be in a very solidified position of power, and I worry that there's not. I just don't want you to do anything. Elena's lost a lot, so I just don't want you to put yourself in any danger for a cause that may not work until we can unsolidify his power a little bit. Yeah, seriously, watch your back. And if you can find an ally who has the capabilities to cast sending, you should definitely attempt to keep us up to date with any new information that you learned. And if you see the record woman again, tell us. Yes. Maybe you can just send in updates before you go to bed. Maybe just like a daily little blurb. Yeah. I think that's a good idea too. Like, but if we can have messengers from both planes, I think yeah. that would be ideal. I'll do my best. Yeah. I'm not sure how. I don't know if Reese knows. How available that will be, but. He didn't say the name of the elder woman. No, he did not say. He didn't say her name. He did not say her name. I don't think I'll Okay. Well, then I guess we rest tonight. Or we could go today. We can go right now. What time is it? We got here at 3 4. We got here about 3 45, so it's probably pushing on 4 4 15 at this point. We're fast talkers. How dangerous are the woods at night? Well, we're going to wind walk. We're not exceptionally dangerous. I mean, there's bears and wolves, but. Do you feel ready to go tonight? What I feel is that my personal feelings on the matter don't matter. Don't. They don't matter right now. No, I don't think that's My fair. own personal <laughs> reservations should not stop us from doing everything that we can to protect the lives that are here. We need to go right now. And I'm going to cast one block on all this. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to say goodbye. Uh, um, you can't just fucking you, do that. It takes, it, takes, it takes a minute. It takes a minute. I'm starting it now, and you can concentrate uh, so, and reverse. So you don't just like. You're not like immediately win. Okay. I'm just immediately starting to concentrate. She's beginning on to. It. I'm okay. starting to cast it. Uh, I guess. Should we give you some time alone? Do you want? Do you want to be with your friend alone? I don't know if you want an emotional goodbye or if it's cool. Anyways, it was great meeting you, Reese. I'm gonna hug you. But I'm gonna like firmly hug you, like you know, I'm just like, okay, okay. It was good to you as well. Uh, like like, a, like an like, intimidating hug. No, no, I was just like, he's a very attractive Eladrin, and I just hugged him. And I'm like, okay, it was good to meet you. you know, he hugs like Elena does. <laughs> Ah, I see. Which is the same Kind of awkward. I will like go though and ask, okay, but who knocked who off the tree more? Hmm. <laughs> I think we have different answers <laughs> on that. Probably. <laughs> you knocked her off the tree more. I like to think so. Okay. That's a lie. <laughs> um, okay, well, we will see you again soon. Hopefully, there's no telling with the time difference. Right. It could could be years before I see you again. Ooh. You are really down at this. The time difference is really going to Yeah. Um, it's so hard to like, clean up Well, try to keep us updated if you can. Um, 
you can, you know, contact us if you find somebody. Or, you know, you can send us a letter or something. <laughs> we had a tavern at one point where we got our mail. Then <laughs> We're rebuilding. But then it burned down, like I said. So. Well, it was, yeah. Um, it was horrible. We lost some people, some good people. Oh, people. We yeah. lost our stories. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call them. That. We also Brad lost. Brad doesn't even know they exist. Yeah, to be fair, we also lost our city. So. Um. Well, and our temple. I'm sad that we only got to see each other for a little bit, but because apparently we're leaving right yeah. now. <laughs> but um. <laughs> stay alive, and we'll see each other. Again. Yes. You as well. I will say goodbye, shake his hands. It's lovely to meet you. I'll give him a hug goodbye. Well, that's happening. I lean over to my queen and say, Your Highness, so like, is this a situation where you think we should probably talk to Ave? Saying this quietly. About? I feel like she's having some feelings that maybe she's, you know, Pushing yeah. down. No, I mean, did you see every time that woman with the red hair was brought up, she was like... And you guys are clouds now. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm gonna start going to the track. I guess I'll follow up. I would just like to say, following. I think in the future you need to ask consent before you just decide to turn us into fucking clouds. Does it specify willing <laughs> What? Does it specify willing It does. Can... It specify willing. So if you're unwilling, you can fucking stay here. Ave is gone. I don't feel like I'd, I'd not want to go enough to be considered unwilling. I mean, I guess I could always just be always willing. Terrible. I, I, I'm not unwilling enough to be unwilling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm an enthusiastic consent man, but like... Whatever. <laughs> Might as well. Mm-hmm. Are we clouds? Yeah, we're yep, clouds. Okay. Okay. So you were... Oh my god, Ashton's never been a cloud. Ooh, how does he how does he handle being a cloud? Uh, uh, he like, a cloud? Floats? Like, yeah, he like swirls around a little bit. There's a lot you like, can do as a cloud. Trying to get the feel of it. He kind of like starts off a little bit, but yeah. then like comes back. So like runs like, into a tree. Yeah, a little bit and like dissipates, and then he's like, oh fuck. I also think Briar has not been a cloud. Yeah, so before Dimitri follows Ave, he's going to stay and watch these two and how they handle being clouds. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it probably takes a little bit to get used to the controls, but we turn around and Ave's gone. She's going to wait for you guys to follow her. How do you handle being a cloud? I, I don't know. Just, <laughs> just looks confused, I guess. <laughs> As confused as a cloud can look. My cloud's going to go over to like Ashen's cloud and like try and, and then realize we're clouds, so every time I try to bump him, it doesn't work. I'm so excited to get dirt on Ave. I'm going to show you her baby album. 
Yeah. No, Dimitri is super She's excited because he thinks of you as a hero. Jake is super excited because I'm like, Miss he's, Perfect, we about to find some... She like, is... She is so... Something just happened in that conversation with Louise, and she's not. Yeah, I need to know what the fuck is going on in your head right now. <laughs> not good. I think you should, yeah, I feel like we're probably all gonna corner her tonight. Yeah. So, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Elena, like, holds her down. She's like, tell me your secrets. <laughs> 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 the fucking there are no secrets. She could yeah. do very Secrets easily. don't make friends. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, we're a family now, and families don't keep secrets. Secrets don't make friends. <laughs> Alright, how about we zoom in? Okay, yeah, we'll I'll say it's probably going to take you three, maybe four hours to... Uh, significantly longer than I thought. Four it's not five minutes. This map looks smaller than I thought it really was. What the fuck is that? That's my goddamn map. <laughs> I drew it, the tribes are... You think I memorized this shit? No, I got notes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you drew it and it looks smaller. Well, yeah, Ave would have given you guys the real number. Courtney it, didn't know, but Ave would. It takes up like a large chunk of the continent. Okay. Like the whole so entire three or four hours, which is fine. It spans yeah. almost the whole continent. We get there like that. Are you going to lead us to the ground? Like maybe 300, 500 yards away from the entrance. Okay, so we have to walk. As you land um, and take the time to coalesce, you're in a different part of the forest now. Um, no, we've never been to this place. I mean, I'll make it. Really? But I don't think you're up here. Okay, I don't need sacks from you. I'm really anxious right now. Um, all anxious. So we land, <laughs> and then thousands of arrows come like directly at our face. You all die. <laughs> and that's the end of the Revengers. Episode 50, that was the big surprise we had. Oh, God. It was a TPK. No one saw it coming. Rock star, everyone dies. <laughs> Fireball. Um, but you land in the the trees in this section of the forest are um, ex- they they seem to be extremely extremely sturdy. Um, they like look boats? yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe a juniper? Yeah. yeah. Like, like a redwood? Like more like redwood. More like, yeah, they look like redwood. It's like we're on Endor. Yeah. Um, Endor. Endor. Oh, 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 fuck. That's where we're at right yeah. now. That's Endor. We're, that's, the, the episode 50 was actually just the Star Wars special. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the rest of the episodes take place in the universe. <laughs> Goodbye, Kiriel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we're actually playing the Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I have a horse. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like Endor. Um, and then away from you, you can see um, the ground kind of falls away. There is a tree that is kind of large and raised above the rest of them. And there is a single ridge kind of leaning at this upward angle into said tree. It has these archways over the top of it that have these um, lights uh, like hanging from them, these glowing orbs of light. Um, the, the bridge from what you can see from this distance away from it that you are, it seems to be 
it looks natural. It looks like it has grown out of the forest itself. It looks like a natural formation, which is like can't be true. Like scientifically, there's no way that this could grow without the Science. aid of <laughs> without the aid of some kind of magic. Of magic. But um, this magic. this bridge extends from the forest floor up into this massive tree. Um, that looks to be almost the size of the Arbor Arcanus. Um, of course, there's the Arbor Arcanus is the largest tree in the forest, but this is nearly, nearly as large. Um, and it, like I said, this bridge is just um, littered with these lights, these arches kind of up the top of it, glowing in the darkness of the forest. Um, you can see these like streams of of water coming down off the top of this tree, um, kind of pooling in this uh, yeah, cool. in this area around the bottom of it. Um, it is gorgeous. The tree, climbable? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I, possibly. Yeah. Like, no. Breath of wow. how many stamina wheels would you need? At least seven. Ooh. Yeah, it's so tall. Um, yeah. Okay. You would have had to put all the spirit orders of the game in the same place. That's a bitch. My we can do is great. it. Yeah, I'm gonna look at Ashton, we're gonna look at each other and be like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. We just took it over that yeah. <laughs> Which, to be honest, we can do that. Um, as we're walking up, I'm gonna fall. Well, we're not walking up yet. We oh, landed and turned back to the people, right? Yes. Okay. Just live here. Excuse well, me. Well, what? Right? Just no, excuse me. I'm going, like, like, I have to change, okay? So I'm just going like 10 feet that way, just don't look. Change? Yeah, change. Why would you not want to wear your well with dodgy armor? I mean, aren't you basically like a god to these people? Just wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like, like, like 20 feet away. Okay. Are you waiting? I'm not. Like some, some weed attire. Oh, or maybe like I should, yeah, should we wear this these clothes? This is like the only clothes I have. Maybe like. We could make some crowns of leaves. That's Maybe that would make them happy. Should I put on my crown? Like I could put on my robe from Lionel. What are What are you gonna wear, Briar? <laughs> this. <laughs> okay. Are they like those? Aren't your nice clothes? Right? Those are just your fighting gear. Okay. I mean, if Briar's, she's a noble. She would know, right? Oh yeah, I would have put my signet ring back on now that we're not with pirates. Elena, you talk to royal elf people. You were like a what if you, do you have to wear pants things when you go to court? I mean, I never did. Doesn't mean you're not supposed to. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna start gathering like leaves and flowers and shit, <laughs> and I'm just gonna start making like uh, a crown. To I guess I'll take off my armor and start putting on my royal clothes. <laughs> Libby, I think you're okay. So I shouldn't put it on? Dimitri, I mean. So I shouldn't put it on? It might, it might come off as, like, intimidating. Okay, you're, okay, yeah, they never like mind. They like plants and stuff. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna Iron Man my armor back on. Oh, right, I forgot. So I have cast off. You don't have, you have cast off. You don't have to dot and dot here on my Yeah. That's pretty damn cool. Oh, but I do that in, in front of Ashton to, like, impress him, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're, you guys are probably right. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Annotate us on. Do you want some? I could get you some. I like my armor. I like how it goes. Clink, clink, clink. 